Hello, hello, welcome to Remarkably Brilliant Podcast. And this is Janine Cera, and I'm going to be talking tonight about love, love. And the fact about love, it's very, very uh, big topic right now, because in a few hours, it's going to be Valentine's Day. And you, are you in a relationship? Uh, or are you single? Are you single wanting to be in a relationship? Or are you single being happy to be single? Are you in a relationship happy to be in a relationship? Or you uh, wish you could be single? What's your situation? And whatever your situation is, I would like to talk to you about the importance of self-love. And you're like, oh, again, this self-love, what does it even mean? I know it's confusing. Because our society pushes us to basically seek for love outside of us. And I grew up, as many of us, with Disney cartoons where like the the prince is coming to save the girl and it's a lot of pressure also on you guys it's like why would you come and save us why what happens when you need to be saved it's like when you're in a relationship guys cry too as girls masturbate too it's like we are all human we all do the same things and guys cry and guys are vulnerable and guys need us so when you're in a relationship this imprinting of the guy saving us and to rescue and he fights the dragon and cuts the head it's a lot of pressure i believe don't you agree with me guys and also it's like actually if you're sleeping and a stranger kiss you on your lips that's sexual assault they made it very romanticized but when somebody made me notice this, I was like, actually, yeah, that's true. Huh. And and it's confusing because these kids grow up and we grow up and we think, oh, but it happened to the Sleeping Beauty to get kissed and Cinderella. So I guess it's not that bad. No, it's bad. If you don't know the guy or the girl and somebody kisses you without you giving your consent, that's sexual assault. When it's your partner, then it's beautiful to be waking up with a kiss and maybe a mug of coffee. I love that when I got waking up. It's like, oh, honey, here your coffee. Mm, I love coffee in bed. But talking about you again, self-love. Well, it isn't even self-love. So as I said, we tend to seek for what we need the most outside of us. And yet, I promise you, what you want, what you're skinning, is inside you. You just are not used to see it because society is all imprinting us that we're not good enough. We will be happy when, when, not now, not today, and not, and not, and not. You still need to buy that fancy watch and those stilettos and to your girlfriend, you need to buy that expensive diamond ring and propose and then you need to get that car and we women, we need to get that purse and not, don't let me start on perfumes. Everything right now is a commercial about perfumes and stuff. And if you're a guy, don't give to your wife or girlfriend an iron or uh, Hoover, those are not romantic gifts. Even if it's the most powerful one and it makes our life easier, 
just don't get us that. Because we probably are going to throw it behind you, back to you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But I, I know, and it's a very complicated feeling that we have about self-love because um, we would like to love us at a deep level. I'm sure you understand what I'm saying, but it's complicated because this society is teaching us that we cannot be happy yet because we just need to reach that level. We need to make more money. So to get more money, we need to get a promotion. So we work, 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 work. We work more. We change jobs because we need a better paying job. We get a bigger house, a bigger car, and more, 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 more. And everything is more. And then it's like so many people get retired and like, oh gosh, I I waited till now to travel. I wanted to be a pensioner who travels, but now I'm tired, I'm ill, I can't travel, and I'm too tired. And we wait, we wait to do the things when it's the right time. And meantime, life goes by. So being happy within yourself 24 hours is impossible because our mind is set to have more negative thoughts than positive. And it's why we are still alive as a human race, because without fear, we will be well extinct. But this doesn't mean that we need to believe all what our chatterbox is telling us. Don't go there, don't do that. Oh, that's that change is scary and blah, blah, blah. Because the mind wants to keep us in what's familiar. But what's familiar is often what keeps us with from evolving. And we need to keep evolving. We, they have found research that the human mind is like uh, plastic, is elastic, it grows. If we use the brain, it's going to expand and get more use. So we need to use that. And, um, and so self-love is all about practice. And every day you can do a little thing to love yourself more. It can be you can take a hot bath, read a chapter of your favorite book, watch something on Netflix or just take a nap or go for a walk, go for a run, what it is. I know some of you are parents and when you're parents of small children, then you're very incredibly busy. But still, you can find if you don't have any time during the day, that's only for you. Then when you have a shower get into the shower and listen to these instructions. Tomorrow morning, I want you to get into the shower, open that water and picture and feel the hot water falling on your face, on your hair. And then it's wiping off all the stress, the tension, the negative beliefs, all whatever you need to get rid of. Let go. All the things you need to let go. And picture is cleaning all yourself, your soul. Isn't it starting to feel amazing? And then you can see, picture yourself that all the, the things you don't need are just leaving your body and are going to go down to the drain and they're gone forever out of you, out of your life. And I'm saying this if you want to do this visualization, but if you don't have anything specific that you want to let go of at the moment, just have a shower and enjoy the water on your skin, the feeling, the sensation, the smell, how strong is the water? Is it warm, lukewarm, very hot, fresh? What's the kind of water you like? And observe that. It's like meditating. 
Because often what happens is when we have a shower, we are still thinking, it's like, okay, I need to wear that one. Oh, I forgot to send the email. Damn it. And I need to call the in-law and then I need to pick up the kids and then da, 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 in the chatterbox. And you're just having a shower just to wash off, just to not stink and be clean. But honestly, you didn't even enjoy it. So please remember that tomorrow morning or if you listen to this before um, going to work or go to school, have a shower and enjoy it. Like picture it and feel it. And if you want to do the visualization where visualization where you get rid of the things you don't need. Now, back to self-love. So these are all acts of small uh, small action of self-love. And they're very important because we are nurturing ourselves. When we love somebody, we take good care of them. So why don't we do this with us? And don't tell me I need to love everybody else before me. No, because you need to get a balance. Picture yourself. You have a glass of water and somebody asks you, can I have some water? You can decide if you want to give them water or if you don't. Let's picture you care and you want them to nurture them. So you give them the water. Now, picture that they drink all the water and now you're thirsty. You have nothing in your glass so you can drink and you're thirsty now picture another person comes that you really care for and I say, can I have some water and you look at your glass it's empty and you say I can't give you anything because it's empty I need to fill it up first and this is a metaphor for self-love if you give 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 love to everybody you're going to end up tired and probably a bit resentful Instead, make sure that you always keep that balance that whenever you give love, you always go and feel it at the top and always make sure you drink plenty of water, metaphorically and physically speaking. Water is very good, so we need water, at least eight glasses of water per day. I am trying to do my best to drink those eight glasses per day. And you, are you drinking them? I really struggle to drink eight per day because I get distracted, I'm busy, I forgot, or sometimes I just don't want water. And so that's an habit I'm working on. And uh, now self-love. So these are acts of self-love. So what's the best way to show you love yourself by taking care of yourself? And uh, whenever you realize you're talking to yourself in a very harsh mode, just relax and say, hey, I got this. I'm doing the best as I can. We have so many times very harshful words that if we will tell them to a friend, they will never be our friend again. We tell ourselves very harsh comments. Oh, you're so stupid. Why did you do that? That's so silly. And um, and uh, who do you think you are? And they are going to find out that you're not good enough at work and they're going to fire you. We have all these thoughts. But these are what they are. They're just thoughts. And you keep, if you keep tell, dwelling on them, you're going to feel unwell. If you don't dwell on them and you realize, actually, these are just thoughts. I don't like them. Let me think about something else. And you switch. For me, what works the best is I move or I do something with the body. When I move or even I just switch position, my thoughts switch. Is actually literally sometimes it just moving the body. And if you are driving or you if you're in the car, just stretch. Stretch and you will see a swift a switch. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. Your thoughts changing. 
All right. So, um, in a few hours, it's going to be Valentine's. And if you're thinking about, oh my gosh, another Valentine's by myself, what's happening? What's wrong with me? You know, you don't care much about the Valentine's, but it still sucks that you are by yourself. I know. I know. I hear you. But listen to me. There are plenty of couples tomorrow that are going to be celebrating, but they don't care much or like they are maybe one of the person doesn't really want to do the thing. Honestly, uh, I know more girls than guys that like Valentine's Day because it's pretty. Everything, the food is heart shaped. And if you go to pizzeria, it's shaped like a heart. The decoration is so pretty with all pink and red and hearts. And I love pink and I love red and I love the combination of the two together. I love pink and red together. So I think we should organize more people who want this kind of uh, evenings to go in a group. But try to find a restaurant that take a booking that takes a booking for nine people. It's very difficult on Valentine's Day. And it's like everything is for two. Tables for two, everybody's a couple. And it's like, oh my gosh, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day should be every day. If you're in love with somebody, you should try to celebrate almost every day. Well, not with a car or flowers, that would be too much. But to to be thankful and I believe it's more intimate to celebrate anniversaries rather than uh, Valentine's because Valentine's is everybody. Suddenly all the world is buying gifts and stuff while... Uh, anniversaries, anniversaries are more intimate because that day in the world on 7 billion people, probably only 2 million people celebrate on your same day at the same moment. And I prefer that than uh, 7 billion people and half of them are couples and most of the half uh, of the couples are celebrating Valentine's Day of which some of them uh, they're doing it to make the partner happy, which is usually guys making us happy and taking us to our favorite restaurant. Oh, and by the way, ladies, um, if you're listening to this and you're hoping that your man will uh, find the right place for you and uh, surprise you with your favorite restaurant, don't. If you want to go to that restaurant you love very much and you want to go on Valentine's Day, the best thing you can do instead of hoping is asking. I always teach my clients to be more assertive. I was lucky, so I got taught to be assertive by my family to ask for what I want and put boundaries. So I'm now on a mission to teach my clients to put boundaries. But fundamentally... People don't read your mind. So if you want something specific, it's very important you ask for it. And don't wait for Valentine's Day to hope that they will uh, read your mind and guess what you wanted. It's not going to happen. You're going to be disappointed and have a huge fight and then um, ruin the evening for both of you. So if you want flowers, ask your partner to get you flowers. If you want dinner out, ask them to get take you out for dinner. And honestly, if you want flowers, the best thing you usually can do is to get them yourself. Because it's something that you don't need to receive from others. It's always nice when you receive them from others. But honestly, nowadays with all these um, um, 
unless it's a florist, there are so many websites like 50% off. And it's like, those are websites just, oh, like, I need to get flowers. Let me get uh, something that is like on discount. So, and, and, and they're not romantic. So it's like rather than, than get your partner to get you flowers from a site like this because they're practical and they just don't want to spend money on flowers, just ask them if you want flowers from a specific um, place or the shop or you want them locally grown, whatever it is, ask them. Because if you have a ask just for flowers, you might get the the website where it's like oh, 50% off, which is usually 50% all year round. It just to put the the thing to trick our minds. It's like, oh, they're offer fifty percent. That's a big deal. It's not a big deal if all the flowers on the website fifty percent. They're just cheap florists. And the the other thing you can ask them is, if you want a massage, ask for a massage. If you want them co to cook for you, ask them to cook for you. And it's also important as you ask them things, ask them if they want something back. Because it's always nice to keep things in balance, no? Like, uh, for example, my Valentine's perfect Valentine's Day is going to be with a home-cooked dinner and television. Because honestly, all those couple around and trying to celebrate love, it's a bit, I don't know, it's a bit. And everything is so expensive. It's cute. I, as I said before, I love the decoration, everything. But it's a bit forced and expensive. Everything is overpriced. So I don't really see much the point. And I would rather be at home and watch telly in, uh, in the PJs. Yeah, Isn't that awesome? And if you're single and somehow you're realizing that you're not feeling good about this Valentine's Day because it's like, I'm oh, single again. I'm X, Y, Z years and I still haven't settled down. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, uh. Don't believe those chatterbox. If you're still single, it's because uh, probably you have given priority to other things, maybe your career or maybe to your family or maybe to your studies, whatever it is. It means that at that time, that was your favorite, your f most important choice. And Maybe you have been trying to date some people for many years and yet nobody's been there for the long run. They've always been short terms and you are so tired of dating. Then I hear you. I help many clients with this problem because they're giving up on love. It's like I have been dating, I've been on dating sites for years and I, and I can't find anyone special. What's wrong with me? Well, let me tell you, nothing is wrong with you. It just dating sites for a start. They're not aimed to find. Um, they can't a computer algorithm cannot find uh, two people that are going to fall in love. That's a bit of luck. I think dating apps can help you to find valuable people. I've been uh, finding some valuable people on dating on uh, dating apps. But algorithms check what you swipe. If you have a, a friend of your same sex looking for the same sex partner, you will find different people on, on apps because it depends who you swipe right to. And 
I usually read and I see if a description, I like what I read. And I remember suddenly I was starting to get bold guys because probably I swiped right on two bold guys, but because it's what I, I liked, I read. And I checked with my friends and she was not getting the same people, no? So the, the, the algorithms are very shallow. And uh, I believe it should be more about interest, which also interest is very limiting because if you love to go, uh, I don't know, um, play football every weekend, then it's important to find somebody who either comes to see you and enjoys watching you, but I still have to find a partner that is happy to sit on the bench and look their partner to play every week. Uh, or you need to find somebody who has a busy life every weekend does their own thing. So it's equal or they like to stay home. What I'm, I'm trying to say is like, if you are busy every weekend, it's important that you find somebody who's okay with that. If you like hiking once in a while, you don't need your partner to like hiking because you can go hiking with your friends. But if you go every weekend hiking, then it's important you find somebody with your same passion. Otherwise, you will never spend time together. The thing is, with the partner, it's nice to spend time together. But please, please, please do not stop to see your friends. Don't cut them out. I have had in my adulthood and my teenager years, I remember so many friends. They will find a partner and they will disappear from the earth. And you will hear from them again when they were broken heart or when they were single again. And you... You love them for who they are, so you accept that. But let me tell you that is annoying because they, they come across like a flaky. And yes, you enjoy having them around. You know that sooner or later they will pop up again in your life. But, you know, you can't count on them because they prefer the partner than everybody else. But the problem is not you. It's not that they don't like you enough. It's their issue. They are putting a relationship, even a brand new relationship, above everything else. And if you notice, after a while, they split up. Because, you know, when you burn the candle from both sides, it burns quicker. And, um, and so, and also, if you're looking for a relationship, like if you want kids or if you want a partner to marry, if you want marriage, it's incredibly important then if you want that to happen in the next few years, then you need to become cutthroat in uh, your selections. If you realize that the guy or the girl is not relationship material or like marriage material or they don't want kids in the near future, you need to cut them out if they don't want the same things as you. The potential is nice, it's lovely, but they might change their mind. If you know what you want, then go for it. But you need to cut out the people that are not good for your intent. And not because they're bad people. Absolutely not. Oh, I believe in freedom. I believe if you want, you can have kids. If you don't want to have kids, it's totally fine. Because who says that we need to all have kids? We are 7 million people. We can't arrive to 40 billion people in a few years. That will be too much. So it's fine. Some of us will not have kids. And it's a totally free decision that we should all take by ourselves without any pressure. No cultural, no society. It's like, hey, it's my body. It's my life. So don't put me pressure on me and don't, don't expect your friends to, to, 
it, it, like a question I find very frustrating is like, are you married? Uh, do you have kids? It's like, oh, <laughs> ask me my name first. Ask me who I am, what do I do? And eventually we will talk about those things. But people just, um, we tend as a society to give a lot of importance. Is this person settled? Well, settled with what? I know plenty of my clients with disastrous, disastrous marriages and they're so unhappy. And yet when you say you're married, you you kind of be, get perceived as, okay, they had done something right in their life because I have been one of those people. Before I got married, it's like, oh, well, they're married, these guys. So they, they're mature. They got their shit together. No, it's not true. Not all of us get their shit together. I certainly had a very disastrous marriage. So I can certainly guarantee you that not all married people are happy and settled and it's like, oh, we're doing the right thing. And actually it's difficult to live with another person because you are two different minds and we want different things and blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot of compromise, which is worthy when you find the right person, but you can't settle with somebody just because you are desperately looking for that one and you're looking for the first person who is available, who is decent. No, don't compromise. Just also don't be super picky. Uh, if you're not looking to get married or have kids in the next few years because maybe you don't know yet if you don't want them or you have decided not to have or you have time, you have few years to decide, then don't stress, don't put pressure on yourself. You don't need to look for the one. Just look for somebody who you like spending time with that respects you, that has some boundaries. If you're monogamous, make sure to find a monogamous person. If you're free and you like to be flexible, make sure that the partner is fine with that flexibility. Don't trick people into thinking you're somebody who you are not. First of all, because you will hurt, hurt the feelings of the person you're tricking into. I've been tricked into that. Like I thought the guy was such a great guy and so much in love. And then he, he confessed me that when I found out he was cheating on me three years after our relationship, he confessed me he always cheated on me. So it was always a time because he always knew my boundaries were very clear. It's like, I might leave you if you cheat on me, but I will need to know. Yes, 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 of course. But hey, um, he didn't care. And it broke my heart. And he just could have said, this is what I want. I want to be free that if I find somebody attractive and they're available, I would like to sleep with them. And I would have said, thank you for being honest. And see you never. But I didn't get that freedom to choose because I got tricked. And that's super unfair. And yet, if you are honest, you might receive a lot of no's. It's like, how dare you? Or like, no, no way. But you might find somebody who says, actually, that's as well meeting with me too. Because I like you and I like spending time with you. But I'm not ready to settle down with you. So let's do that. Let's keep dating other people. But let's be together. The, the thing is, you need to be clear and be honest for, with who you are. I hope you enjoyed this podcast of today. And thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or like or share and talk to you soon. Have a very good night or good morning. This was Remarkably Brilliant and I am Janine Chera. 
Bye. Good night. Good morning.